Hello, you're watching yet another episode of Green New Perspective, a podcast dedicated to sustainability. Uh, join me in welcoming Melissa Puchala, the Vice President of Sustainability Solutions at WasteBits. Melissa has a 15 years of experience in the field of sustainability, and at WasteBits, they're revolutionizing waste management with innovative technologies and forward-thinking solutions. So join me as I talk with Melissa about how we can properly manage our waste, whether we are companies or individuals. So hello, Melissa, and thank you for joining us here at Green New Perspective Podcast, where we highlight some wonderful individuals from the clean tech, biotech, nature tech space. Uh, we are lucky to have you here. I'm here. You have, you have a lot of sh- a lot of things to share with us. Thank so, you for yes, yeah, of course. So for the start, I have to ask you the question that I'm asking all my guests uh, on the podcast. So can you tell us more about what WasteBit does and why is the work of WasteBit important in the realm of sustainability? Awesome. Thank you. And thank you for the opportunity to speak up for the waste industry. Uh, with WasteBits, they've really paid attention. They're all veterans from the waste industry with over 30 years of experience. And they listened to the industry where there was difficulty and they built a software as a service um, program that is allowing some transparency and tools for Um, users all the way from haulers, waste brokers, waste facilities, and the companies that are generating the waste. Uh, They're providing a tool that helps them manage their waste and stay compliant, but also efficient in the workplace. And in addition to that, they really offer an expertise to their customers that goes well beyond their software. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, how does waste, particularly the types covered by WasteBit, negatively negatively impacts the environment? Like, Can you you uh, share with us? some of your thoughts and experiences? Absolutely. Uh, I always simplify it. Waste, it comes in all um, formats. And I think when you look at how, what can be most damaging to the environment, it's when it's handled the wrong way. So if you know what the waste is, and it's hazardous waste is probably the most prominent in the waste bit system, uh, because you have to, it's regulated waste. You have to report on it and it needs to be handled correctly. So if you think of examples that end up in the news, there's train derailments. There are spills that happen, and that affects the community, not just the people handling it. And bringing that visibility to what the chemicals are and where it needs to go, what businesses are permitted to take it, uh, we bring visibility and transparency to that. So we really see all levels of waste, whether it's hazardous or not, that's probably the most impact to the environment is when it's not handled correctly. And also as people are looking at their waste, they want to find reuse for it. Um, and so there's other ways to look at it, not just in a chemical or regulated waste standpoint. But what do you like, what's your per- personal opinion? Do you feel that people know how to manage their waste hazardous or not? Uh, like, are they informed? You know, I think they're confused. I think it's complex, more complex than people think. I think when you put your trash, even if it's at your home, out of sight, out of mind, you don't really know where it goes after it leaves your place of business, your place of work, where wherever you may be. 
And I think that's the misconception out there. So I feel like companies are now being forced to get more educated and more responsible about you are responsible for the waste you create, but also what you choose to do with it. And I, I enjoy regulations and mandates or initiatives for that reason, because there's a trickle down effect um, because you are making them responsible uh, for that information. So people are confused about where do I take it? How do I, how can I make that decision? And a lot of companies don't realize you might be crossing four state lines or countries to be able to process that waste. Uh, they didn't have to think about this before. And now it's very, it's very evident. It's getting more transparent out there and we're helping do that. So how WazeBit is working to mitigate the environmental impact? Absolutely. I think I bring, I'll bring up this word a lot and it is transparency. Uh, yeah. I think we're bringing the ability to see what waste is being handled and where it's going and how it's being disposed of. We're allowing companies a tool that is going to allow them to be much more involved in that process, but also for the haulers and the waste facilities. You could be at a landfill. It's not a bad thing, but what if they're getting waste that they're not even supposed to be permitted to handle? Um, so it's all, everyone plays a part in the cycle mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. we're bringing visibility to that transaction, uh, which is very new in the industry. And how are companies reacting? I'm really interested about it. Companies and people alike. Because like you said, it's a new thing. Yeah. I think everyone wants to do the right thing. I, I think so many companies are saying, you know, I want to recycle. I want to reuse. Um, recycling isn't always the option and or practical. Um, and I think that's where the education really comes in. And they should work and challenge their suppliers to get more educated. And companies are appreciating when you can have a conversation and give them options. Uh, so with WasteBits, we're, we're in that consulting arm as well and really helping them understand, let's actually look at your waste, but look at the business that you're doing and give them options, not just let's go recycle everything. Let's um, go waste to energy and everything. Um, they need more information so they can make informed decisions. And I think the customers are stepping back and thinking, oh, this is way more complex than I imagined. Um, and I think what they don't understand is every waste stream has a different plan. <laughs> there is not one company that can handle all types of waste. And I think that's very new for users and they're trying to figure out how to mitigate that. Mm -hmm. And can you discuss some of the key approaches of, or technologies utilized by the company, by, by WasteBits? Absolutely. Uh, it goes back to the identification of the waste stream itself. So you have to look at a site level to understand what are you using and what processes are happening while you're creating that waste. And I'll give the example of if you're interested in trying to get rid of a certain waste, but you're handling chemicals before it goes into waste, that needs to be handled differently than if you weren't. Um, so it comes to learning what practices are going on in that location, what is the waste, and what are your initiatives um, at that time. And then that's where we can give them solutions. And uh, waste fits has an ability to see these are the waste streams and these are the facilities that actually manage that waste. We can also see where those landfills are or look at history uh, and do that. So this is within WasteBits software on um, a few different modules, whether it's WasteBits Insights, WasteBits uh, Locator tool. These are all available to our 
end users. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you are the VP of Sustainability Solutions. So what does your role entail? Yes, I spent 18 years in the industrial and global supply chain space. So I really brought to the company an evolution of what does that mean when customers think about sustainability or ESG goals? That's a new topic um, or buzzword, you could say, that's coming up. They've been doing this for years, but how do we evolve our software to communicate what does that mean in emissions? What does that mean to the industry and ESG frameworks that our customers care about and have to report towards? So I'm working to evolve the software solutions to communicate at that level. So when you choose landfill or when you choose recycling, what does that actually mean from an emissions standpoint? And it, again, that allows people to make informed decisions, but also aggregate results because most companies, you're not going to have just one waste vendor. You're going to have 10, 15, 20 different ones sending different kinds of reports, different kinds of data. Our software allows them to aggregate that and really focus on what their business is supposed to be doing, not chasing waste reports. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. And are there some specific standards or recommended practices that you follow? Yes, absolutely. If you look at the UN guidelines, in addition to the CDP or the SASB and the GRI, those are all frameworks that we're following. And it tells you, it gives the roadmap. Um, scope 3 emissions comes up a lot, and that's very complex. And I'm re really big on the fact that even if it doesn't get enforced or no matter when it does, there's customers that are already taking reporting to that level. And this is part of the end of life cycle that needs to be responded to. So waste needs to go beyond just the tonnage that's been dealt with. What about the commutes that are happening to process that waste? That's going to enforce everyone getting to that level of detail. And that's where we're putting our focus when it comes to the data that we have. And how do you guys communicate your uh, commitment to sustainability and environmental responsibility through marketing practices? Absolutely. We, we are really big on the education piece. Even if mm -hmm. it's not waste related, we are focused on whatever's going on in the industry that we know can add value. We are pumping education out there completely. We're also opening the lines of communication up, not just with our customers, but within the waste vendor space, we're finding out that there's companies that do really great work, not only within their own community, but they're trying to be a part of this circular economy. And we're giving them a voice. We have a podcast. We have press releases. Um, so we're really open about that. And I keep saying that I'm trying to we're trying to bridge the gap in the industry and connect the waste generators with the waste facilities and continue to educate and evolve together because it really does take everyone playing their part in this to make a difference. And have you seen some results, especially with the podcast? Because, I mean, that's a format that is somehow approachable to a lot of people yeah. with different levels of uh, knowledge. But uh, when we talk about waste, I'd say that most people don't know much about it and how to manage it. So I think it's really, really cool that you guys are doing that kind of uh, formats. Thank you. And I think we've opened up that opportunity to really highlight the other companies. It's not just about waste fits. We're a piece of the puzzle. Uh, and I agree. I think it's really opened it up. And we want to share cool stories because everyone needs to learn and educate each other of what worked. And if we stumble and fail, uh, we're going to share that because maybe someone else could save those steps. Uh, it's, it's a really fun process. And I got to see the other side from raw material to consumption 
on supply chain. And now I'm uh, influencing things on the end of life cycle and continuing that. So the value chain um, that everyone's a part of, it's, it's very intriguing and interesting to me. So there's a lot to talk about in our blogs. No, I love the transparency. Not a lot of companies are... Uh, not a lot a lot of companies want to admit that they made some mistakes along, along the way and i personally believe that's so so important because we're yeah. all these things are new so of course we're going to make some mistakes and like you said p- people need to learn from them that's so important i um, agree and i think it's really and i apologize i think it's i think it's great to learn as you step through those things and also evolve your practices. So I, I'm always really big on not getting stuck in too many SOPs. Like, yes, they're there for a foundation of things, but you need to evolve. You need to pivot um, as it's needed. Um, and I think that happens a lot in the waste industry. They all work together. And I got to witness that yesterday, uh, <laughs> all day across multiple states and companies, just putting um, everyone pitched in to get the job done. And it was a great thing to witness. And does this approach help Swayzebits attract clients? I mean, I yeah, think it does. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. I think that's the biggest part is the fact that we're able to and willing to have a conversation. We're mm-hmm. way beyond invoice or a software bill. Uh, like I said, the team really cares about their customers and within the industry is very open to connecting businesses. And that, to me, is what set uh, Waysbits apart. Um, can you tell me, are there any challenges that you face in this regard? Yes, absolutely. I I think while you're doing that, sometimes um, you're out there and you share a ton of information and you spend time going back and forth. Um, I think the biggest stumble is so many companies want to do the right thing. You spend a lot of time going back and forth and evaluating um, solutions for them, but then it it could end up in a budget conversation. Um, And maybe it's not time now and or the local people are not able to an arm to make a decision. So how are they supposed to make an impact? And we watch that happen. And it's not detrimental to waste bits. We just get to see it so often that people are really trying. But how do you do that? And how we've handled that struggle is, again, educating. You can't just look at an invoice and compare apples to apples on a cost limit where how much time did you save because you did that? Did you have one less haul this month? That actually saved you money. Help them identify some of the cost savings in the practice that you're evolving in addition to the sustainability goals you're helping them achieve. Um, I want to hear your personal opinion about clean tech. Do you think that clean tech is going to have an important role in building a sustainable future? Yeah, I th- I, and again, it's because you're allowing and opening up to the, the community. Um, and really pushing that voice and seeing what companies are doing. I think that's really important. Um, And I feel I've watched this topic for 15 of my 18 years. I was always supporting diversity, sustainability, green products. So I've really seen the ebbs and flows of what it means. It's a game changer right now. There's enforcement going on. There's people have to change, um, not just businesses. And we're going through that. So absolutely. And I think companies are going to need software um, and beyond the solutions. Uh, to get this done in an efficient manner. Uh, and what is your personal vision of more, um, of a more sustainable world? Since you've been working in this is- industry for a long time, I'm sure you have a lot of tell. Yeah, 
I, the circular economy clicks with me the most. And, and the reason being is they, it makes you look at everything in the value chain. Uh, where are you sourcing products from? Is it, you know, nearshoring, offshoring is, you know, all of it plays a part and how people and companies manufacture goods that plays a part. Are they making more sustainable products? Are they reducing consumption? Um, there's so many elements of this. And I think if we look at everything versus trying to find this easy button to figure these things out, there just isn't one. <laughs> um, everyone has to be committed to that goal and understand that the minute you are, say, landfill free, okay, but you're not done. Like, you're never done. You have to keep working towards that. Um, so my opinion is just the evolution of it needs to be there so we can make better business decisions while trying to achieve it. Um, but also see the big picture in the long-term goal that we're all really striving for. And uh, where is Wazebit uh, in that scene? Um, how can Wazebit collaborate with other businesses, organizations, entities to achieve that goal? Yeah, I feel we bring a brand agnostic ability to the industry to say, what role do you play? Are you a waste generator? Are you a hauler? Are you a facility? Are you a waste broker? We have a home and a tool that serves those needs and we are there to scale and grow with our customers. So I think the fact that we're not segmenting, focusing on one waste stream or one type of industry, it really helps um, across the industry make an impact. I think that's what sets waste bits apart. Um, and as we even work with companies that might have preferred partners, uh, we're going to elevate them as much as possible, but it's in that circular economy format of how do we connect each other and make sure we share them as well. And how do you envision the company's impact in the long run? Yeah, I think it's really going to help with the transparency. I, th I do think companies until uh, forced to be more transparent with data, especially around waste, especially when it's not regulated. Um, as that changes, WasteBits is already seeing and investing time in getting there. They're not waiting for the regulation to be enforced. They're not waiting for another spill to happen. Um, and the fact that we're already forging that way, we hope to help other companies catch up when it's time. So when do you think the regulations are going to come? <laughs> they're already here. I th I, they're already here. If we look at something so simple as there's there's regulations at a city state, county, province, border level that exist all day today on chemicals. The point is that regulations to the SEC is motivating companies to be public about their stance. But what I love about it, it's no longer I have a great marketing scheme. They need proof that you did what you said you're going to do. And, and that's the enforcement piece that's changing. And now it's beyond the SEC. There's regulations that are happening um, and they're holding people accountable. Uh, because there's plenty of laws, and if they're not enforced, uh, things just continue as they are. So I think that's the major shift that's happening, and we're just finding our place in it from the waste side. And for the end, I want to ask you, like, how, how do you feel that marketing has actually helped within the, this education? Oh. Yeah, 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 because you yeah, talk a lot of, yeah. I mean, yeah. you... I no, Go sorry, on, sorry. Continue. <laughs> Um, I think we couldn't do it without marketing. We have the best marketing guy. His name is Ryan. Um, he's amazing. He's committing all of his time to taking from not only the sales team, our CEO, um, every level of employment and taking that and sharing it with the industry. And we could not do it without 
podcasts or blogs or marketing. There's no way. And communication is key. You need to take something so complex and deliver it in a simple fashion for different levels of people. And I could not do that without our marketing team. So how do, how do you guys convey those messages? How do you simplify them? It's not an easy, easy task. No, and trust me, I'm the least simple when it comes to, I will send them so much information and he just works his magic. I mean, he's using so many tools to be efficient with it. Um, but also he knows what the industry is looking for and we keep it punchy, just simple, short and sweet. Um, and I think that's where marketing and technology have a great play uh, in the space today. Yes, well, that's it. Um, I think that we can end here. Um, if you would like something to add, you'll feel you'll feel feel free to do that. If we missed something, I I think the biggest thing is I look forward to working with companies. Wastebits is not for everyone, but we are for the companies that are serious about taking their responsibility with waste serious, and we have the software tools and consulting ability to help you get there. You are watching episode number 11 of Green New Perspective podcast featuring guest Melissa Puchala, Vice President of Sustainability Solutions at WasteBits, as she shared her valuable insights on proper waste management through clean tech. To all of you, our listeners, we hope you found this episode of Green New Perspective thought-provoking and inspiring. And if you have, and if you have enjoyed the discussion, make sure to subscribe to our podcast for future episodes on innovative sustainability initiatives. We would love to hear from you. We would love to hear your thoughts and feedbacks. So please leave a comment or a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Your engagement and support are invaluable as we continue our mission to drive positive change. Join us next time as we explore more remarkable stories and groundbreaking ideas in the realm of sustainability. Bye.